All right, I'm on. One, two, three, four, five. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard. Carrie and I are so excited to talk to you today and we want you to get excited about hosting events. And I realize that we are currently at the, at, at, still in the middle of figuring out pandemic COVID protocols and, and all of those things. Uh, for this year, um, we're hoping that at some point in time, we don't necessarily have to keep talking about that. But right now, we still want you to start thinking about events, why you need them, how to have them, and what they look for and what their purpose is. So Carrie, talk to me about this time of the year. Why do I need to be thinking about an event in September and October? Okay, so how do people, I mean, what do you mean by people getting FOMO? What, what kind of things would they be seeing that would cause them to go, oh, I want that? <laughs> Sorry. Yep.
Okay, so, okay, so let's talk about a couple of ideas that might work as events in a box. In other words, how can you get your parents engaged and do something, you know, and I know that people are like, oh, I don't want to do another Zoom and I don't want to do another this. And, and I get that and I totally get that. But there might be some ways to get people excited. And uh, if, if your program doesn't already have Instagram or TikTok, you know, you could do one of those. But Carrie and I brainstormed an idea that I thought would just be so much fun, which is an apple tasting party that the kids all get to do with their family. The families take pictures and share to whatever social media um, that you're on. And it's everybody does it at the same time or at least the same weekend, same day. And you get to have all these great pictures of kids eating apples. First of all, what a great you know, advertisement for your program of kids eating healthy foods with their families. Um, even better, learning that there's more than a red delicious apple, <laughs> which aren't very delicious. There's no re and there and there really is no reason why you couldn't do it as a, a zoom along, right? Like there's no reason why you couldn't do it as a zoom along or a zoom party or whatever you want to call it. Um, and you can have some fun stuff in there. You could, you know, depending on you know your budget, uh, depends on you know maybe you could do applesauce, um, you know, for the infants. Maybe the infants get to do two different types of applesauce or something. So. Again, don't think that this has to be just one age group. Um, try to come up with a way for everybody to be involved because chances are even your um, infant parents have never actually sat down and tried three different apples or four different apples to know how different they taste. <laughs> they, they all look red. <laughs> huh? There are a lot of people I know who who haven't sat down with three of them, especially at one time, right? Like they might buy whatever apple is in season or that they find at their store or they think looks pretty. Um, but they may or may not a remember what kind of apple that was <laughs> and um, may not have really understood the difference. And so there are apple tasting charts and, you know, you could have a you know, like an apple connoisseur be your host or, or you as the director could become, you know, um, some alternative character with really funky apple-y hair. You know, you could um, come up with all different kinds of ways to have some fun with apples. Um, uh, Yeah, so, so that's one alternative. So Carrie, what would be another way um, if people wanted to do something in the fall, um, but maybe they wanted to take, um, they still, maybe they just wanted to do a community outreach. What, what are some things that happen in the fall that, 
um, are special months that might be something that you could bring your center um, into or involved with. Absolutely. And, and, you know, our clients are women, right? So most of the time, you know, right? So usually it's the mom who, who picks the child care center. Yeah. And so, you know, things that you can do to help the women in your community, the current clients, past clients, future clients, um, again, they're going to remember you. Uh, you never know. You might have somebody on staff who has um, a personal connection with that. We have one program that we worked with that uh, this became the, the cause that they championed and they would do the Relay for Life as, a, as all the staff, like this is a staff event, and they'd have matching shirts and do the whole thing. So it really became something, but it was a very personal um, to the staff because of some staff history. So... Uh, you know, be, but you also have to be sensitive, right? <laughs> you have to be aware um, that, that that might be a thing. Um, and so, Well, the other thing to know, so we talked about October, so I, you know, pulled out my handy dandy Google, and November is actually Aviation History Month, Banana Pudding Lovers Month, and Family Stories Month. So there are some other opportunities to do something fun. Um, banana pudding wouldn't be high on my list. I'm definitely not doing that as a taste test. Um, but doing something related to aviation and literally sending everybody home with four pieces of white paper and six different sets of directions on how to make paper airplanes and the whole house has contests, how fun could that be? And so just something to think about when you're thinking about um, how to do events uh, with your families and your parents. Um, it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. Um, paper airplanes and paper paper and paper clips are going to be a lot cheaper <laughs> than apples. Um, and I think you can have just as much fun with both. So definitely look at your... Um,
what oh no squiggles Okay, one, two, three, four, Ooh, it's also National Fun with Fondue Month. And, the, and so here's my last one that I think works really, really well. National Inspirational Role Models Month. I mean, we see a lot of elementary schools do things like the Living History Museums and stuff like that. I mean, why not reach out to your local elementary school, see if they do that and when they do it and why not give those kids an opportunity to perform a second or third time and those kids could always do it on Zoom for your kids and they get to be their role model that they selected.
the other thing to think about with that, again, I'm always about the community connection. Um, the, the nursing homes, you would be surprised how many veterans are in nursing homes and they feel very left out and unconnected and even more in the last 18 months. And so if you have an opportunity to, you know, reach out to, you know, the nursing homes in your community, find out how many veterans are there. And if you find out there's a whole lot, share this need with the other childcare centers in your community. There's no reason why this has to just be you. It can be everybody. And everybody uh, within the community can recognize the veterans in their community. Uh, the American Legion, American Legion Auxiliary, American Legion Auxiliary Juniors, which is actually the youth program in American Legion, and the VFW and the VFW Auxiliary. These are all groups and organizations that their whole purpose is to support the veterans in their community. And, and they really are very zip code oriented. So, you know, if you have not connected with your uh, local nursing homes, local veterans groups, uh, now's a great time to do it. You do have several opportunities over the course of the year to uh, connect with them uh, from Christmas in July and going and singing Christmas carols in July to singing Christmas carols during the Christmas season uh, <laughs> to Absolutely. And they do love, they are a big arts and crafts groups traditionally. Um, you know, the, the auxiliary groups will range in age, um, but generally they are going to be, you know, 40 to 80. And, you know, they um, are uh, spouses of veterans and or, or children of veterans. And so... <laughs> and it may be one of those things that you host multiples and you or you have it um, certain age groups come at certain times during the day so you don't have to decorate multiple times or or have a lot of different setup you can have one group that comes 10 to noon. You could have another group come two to four, and then you could have an evening group. Yes, there is a big block of time in there that I have left out on purpose. <laughs> so because your staff need that, your, your staff need that break too. So don't, 
don't put everybody all back to back and forget that staff need to eat. Um, I've seen that happen. <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't, yeah, definitely don't put your toddlers in the, you know, one o'clock, one to three time slot. So, um, you know, think about what ages, what, what times are going to work best for what ages, but please don't forget um, a very key detail, which is food for your staff. Um, and I know that this may sound silly, but I have been to places where they've had the staff there at seven and there was no coffee or donuts or any sort of breakfast tacos or anything for breakfast. And they had them work straight through till five o'clock and nobody gave them a lunch break. So, <laughs> um, yeah, don't make this where your, your staff go. I'm never doing that again. Um, and make sure that you budget appropriately because your staff will expect to be paid. So make sure that when you're looking at those kind of types of events that you've added the staff time into your budget. So anything else, Carrie? I mean, how else do they get the community um, excited about this? How could they share as we wrap up this episode? How can they take this opportunity and uh, market it to the community? And right now there really is. So, <laughs> yeah, and don't forget social media. And again, think about where your target market is. And if you aren't familiar with that particular social media platform, talk to your staff who are in that target market and have them help you. Um, I, I am not the person to help you with a TikTok, <laughs> um, but I do have a firm grasp of Instagram and I'm very active on Facebook. Um, however, I am not your target market. <laughs> so um, if you have uh, kind of grown up in social media and you're stuck on one platform, now might be a great time to explore some others, especially if you're trying to get people excited about something new and you know, tell people that you're new to this and they're gonna be okay with you, with you being goofy if that's what it takes. Absolutely. Come up with a, use a hashtag for the event, um, get people to, you know, put filters on and share their apple slices. Or if they're outside at the event, make sure you're taking pictures um, before, during, and after. You may end up with a lot of backs of kids' heads and parents because 
you know, you need to know what your parents are comfortable with related to you posting and sharing on social media. But if they're sharing and they're hashtagging and they're tagging your your school, that is exactly what you want them to do. You want them to have so much fun that they want to tell everybody about the coolest thing they did this weekend with their kids. Do you have a do you have a Monday morning water cooler brag post? That's what you're looking for. I'm trying. I'm really trying to get out of the Zoom meetings. <laughs> uh, today I didn't have any. However, I have six scheduled for Monday. 